welcome to the Love Your Life Project, a gentle guide to living a wholehearted, meaningful life. In these trying times, listen to stories, poems, musings, mystical wisdom to inspire you, bringing a little more light to your day. I'm Anuramana. Hello again, beloved friends. So happy to be with you today. And I felt to share with you an interview that I watched recently. It was with an FBI person, a former FBI employee. And he would interrogate people, you know, to see if they were guilty of a particular crime. And in training for that, he studied human behavior and had done all the research and he cited many of the studies that have been done on human behavior. And he said that he always looked for the weak link. He said nine times out of ten, maybe ten out of ten cases, he could find a weak link in that person's history where some trauma or other, some event, some pivotal event had affected them so profoundly that they had lost identity. I lost kind of identification with their true self, with their own their own self, their own moral compass, let's say. And he went on to say that most of their experience was sort of based on a sense of loss, a profound sense of loss. And even going far beyond these potentially guilty people, he said all humans, most of their experience, at least half, is based on a sense of loss of something. Loss of something. So, We as human beings are living our life partially or even mainly based on a sense of lacking something. For me, you know, I would say that that lack is loss of connection with our our divine self, our larger self, our natural self. Um, We get so seduced by worldly charms and forget and yet something inside us knows that even if we're given all of our wildest dreams every last wish on our list granted there's still a sense of something missing something not there and so I felt today having heard that and actually being surprised that it's so prevalent this sense of loss within our society I felt to just focus a bit today on taking back ourselves, you know, our self-identity, taking back our sense of love, which I would say is the opposite of loss, taking back our sense of love for our own selves, you know, in this world that is so chaotic, so full of unpredictability, so divisive, uh, so you know, 
full of division and duality. It just feels to me that perhaps the basis for that is both fear and this sense of loss of connection, loss of connection with something larger than our own finite selves. So even with our crazy world, we can't change it, but we can start at least at home, start with what we can change, which means to start with our own self. I came across this quote this week by Khalil Gibran that I thought was really fitting. And it goes like this. And God said, love your enemy. And God said, love your enemy. And I obeyed him and loved myself. God said, love your enemy. And I obeyed him and loved myself. Hmm, that is quite a humbling, humbling statement. So the enemy starts actually within all those places that we've criticized and judged and put down and pushed away out of shame or fear or guilt or for whatever reason. And Carl Jung also addressed this. I'll just read a short quote from him. He said, what if I should discover that the least among them all, the poorest of all the beggars, the most impudent of all the offenders, the very enemy himself, that these are within me and that I I myself stand in need of the alms of my own kindness. I myself stand in need of the alms of my own kindness that I myself am the enemy who must be loved. What then? I myself are the enemy who must be loved. What then? I just love that. You know, to make peace with your own self first, to find peace inside. You know, I really feel if we all had that sense of peacefulness and harmony within there probably would be no war and yet here we are here we are in a world that feels like it's gone mad (laughs) beautiful as it is in parts I just want to share some lines from the poet James Cruz and his poem is titled shameless praise And when the world refuses, you must sing your own praises. And when the world refuses, you must sing your own praises. Must let that music rise up from the deepest places in you and pour out its shameless hymn. Let that music rise up from our deepest places and pour out its shameless hymn. Isn't that so beautiful? You know, if the world is just merely a reflection of our own interior, let's just start praising ourselves. Let's just start celebrating instead of criticizing. And I want to share this poem that was very touching to me and very um, 
very relatable, I would say, for many of us at some point in our lives. It's by the poet Molly Fisk. And the title in block capitals is Before I Gained All This Weight. Before I Gained All This Weight. What a brave title. What a brave poem. See for yourself. Before I gained all this weight, I was so self-conscious I could barely walk into town for fear people would stare. I thought I was hideous, unlovable. Now I want to shake that poor girl, even though it wasn't her fault, so afraid to be human, rattle her cage of good grades, self-tanning lotion and green eyeliner, fast-acting depilatory cream. Tell her to smile, for God's sake, and kiss the next boy she sees. Life is shorter than anyone imagines. Silver planes plummet from clean skies. Cancer gnaws the marrow of even younger bones than yours. Wake up. There's still time. Wake up. There's still time. Everything around you is unbelievably beautiful. Everything around you is unbelievably beautiful. Huh. So I love this poem. So maybe it does take age and wisdom and humbling and the realization of the brevity of life, to realize it's such a wasted endeavor to criticize ourselves and want ourselves, our bodies or whatever it is about us we don't like, to be different, to be something else. And I love that Molly Fisk comes in and just talks to that young self, even though she doesn't blame her. She says, even though it wasn't her fault, she was afraid to be human. And here now, let's be human. We are divine selves in human packages. We're here on earth for now. Let's relish it. Let's make the most of it. Let's eat it up with the fullness of our passion and, you know, belief in ourselves. Let's be proud of ourselves instead of this sense of being lacking. You know, even that title, Before I Gained All This Weight, here's another sense of, an example of another sense of loss. Losing the body that this young girl imagined she should have. And now, in later life, looking back, realizing, oh, who cares about that? Life is shorter than anyone imagines, she says. And then the examples that planes plummet from the skies, cancer gnaws away at younger bones. Yeah, maybe you could have a little look inside and see if there are any places within you that feel lacking or feel a sense of loss. And maybe seeing if you can bring love 
to those places, to those stories, to those experiences. Even if they happened years ago, they still leave their mark. We still carry it inside our cellular being. Why focus on the loss, on the lack, when there is such plenitude, such potential, such possibility, while we still are here on planet Earth, breathing? Let's start with loving ourselves. Let's make peace with the enemy inside. So for inspiration, I'd like to leave you with some lines that really touched me recently. And I am so sorry. I am not sure who wrote these beautiful lines, but they do speak however personally they were written. They speak to us universally. So see if you can find anything to relate to here. This person had written that she started to hear this voice inside. I'll say she, although I can't be sure. (laughs) It's a she. But this writer had started to hear her own inner voice. She slowed down. She probably made a pact with herself in her own way to find a kind of peace inside to befriend her inner enemy. And this is what she wrote after she heard that voice. First, I thought it was the voice of Jesus. Then I thought it was the voice of Krishna. Then I thought, perhaps it's the voice of the goddess. Now I know it is the voice of my own heart. Now I know It is the voice of my own heart whispering, Dear one, when your wave breaks on the shore, when you are so broken, you forget you are the sea. You are the sea. As longing, pain, and union, longing, pain, and union, you rise and fall in waves. Please do not forget, when you arise, I love you. I love you. When you break, I love you. When you return to the depths, I am there, waiting as love. Please don't forget, when you arise, I love you. When you break, I love you. When you return to the depths, I am there, waiting as love. Now just feeling how your own heart can be that waiting womb, that welcoming womb for your own beingness, for all of who you are, for the openings, for the brokenness, for the heartbreaks, for the disappointments, for the joys. But your own heart is right there in its fullness, lacking nothing, completely whole. Your own heart, your own heart. Who else could give you 
such treasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with others. And if you'd like to hear more, you can find me on my website, anaramana.com. And also on there is a link to become a member of my Patreon family, where for a donation, I offer additional gifts and bonuses, like guided meditations and private Zoom calls. Much love to you. Till next time.